0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Commerce Show. Today, I'm excited to present to you my special guest. He's called Tomer David from Sourcing Monster. So Tomer is a professional Amazon FBA seller, but also a sourcing expert. In this episode, we have talked about, you know, various subjects, but the first one was to understand what motivated him to um, set a goal to reach and actually, the goal to reach was to generate ten grand a month in sales profit out of Amazon FBA. Uh, I can tell that he, you know, overpassed that that objective. He's currently targeting to end this year with a hundred and twenty thousand of profit a month. So he's uh, having a lot of expertise around Amazon FBA, and you will. I guess, really enjoy uh, this podcast. We talked about Etsy. We talked about Walmart Marketplace. Also, we talked about Shopify. It's a really complete podcast. And as you will notice, uh, I've started to shrink the podcast to a 30, up to 35 minute format. So you can enjoy it into a shorter period of time. I'm also proud to announce that this episode will be closing the season one of the commerce show And we're going to be back in January for the season two with lots of new stuff. And I'm really excited about it. So stay with me. The podcast starts right now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Commerce Show. Today, I'm really excited to be with Tomer David from Sourcing Monster. Hello, Tomer. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Thank you very much for having me, Philip. How are you? I'm doing really great on this Friday morning that we're recording just at the mid of October. So I'm uh, really, really interested about your background. I read a lot about you, and I think you're going to be a a really nice discovery for our audience. Um, So I know you started in the uh, e-commerce 12 years ago and you've evolved as a sourcing expert and also an FBA. So Amazon FBA expert, can you tell us a little bit more about, you know, your journey so far?
1: Yeah. So I started uh, with e-commerce having our own uh, platform to uh, sell jewelry online. It was diamond jewelry, fine jewelry, and uh, learned really a ton of things. Back then, when I started, it was very easy to drive traffic very inexpensively and doing uh, getting really crazy returns with SEO and things changed like we see now in the Amazon space, but things <laughs> became much more competitive um, and, and hard to do. And uh, I shifted from that uh, business to do Amazon, not just because it was more competitive, but also because of the lifestyle that an Amazon business could give you, uh, mm. so that's a little about my journey. I'm sure that uh, I'm gonna share more uh, while we, you know, you ask me more questions.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, so after you know being in e-commerce, you decided to focus more on marketplaces such as Amazon, and and you're talking about lifestyle. I'm I'm curious to, to hear more about. What were you expecting, and is it the reality? Because we see so much training online, like get your Amazon FBA carrier started right now. You're gonna get, you know, a million a year. And so, what, what's the truth about it? So, so how how much time does it took you to to reach that, you know, lifestyle? And what some new Amazon seller can expect, and what's the time yeah, frame? Yeah. And <laughs> I'm interested. Very in that. good question.
1: Very good question. A lot of people like, you know, get their like get dreams sold to them by some people uh, that are not always true. You know, uh, it's very important to set expectations because if you don't have the right expectation, you're doomed to fail. You expect one thing, then it doesn't happen. And then you say, oh, it doesn't work or it's not what I expected. Then you uh, quit. Uh, that's what happened to a lot of people so when i was started i was very clear on what i want i know i knew what i don't want in like from the other business i didn't want to manage a big team that's what i did in the jewelry business i didn't want to yes. have to be tied to a location so with the diamonds and jewelry you always have to be there like you have inventory that's worth millions of dollars you can't just leave it with some ra- random uh team member you have to be there uh, due to security. And you you can't just go and disappear for like two or three weeks for vacation somewhere. You have to be there <laughs> nonstop. So that's something that for me, I knew. I don't want to be tied to a location or to a specific time. I want to be able to work when I want and how I want. And that's what an online business, not just Amazon, gives you. Uh, so that that's what I really wanted to achieve. How long it took me, it's also like important that you set the right expectation because after a month or two most likely you won't be able to support yourself with your amazon business that you know it will come to a point that it will allow you to live a lifestyle where you can work a few hours a day or don't work for a few weeks and then come back to it or build system it takes time in my case it took me a year and a half until i was able to replace my income and pretty much uh do this full time now my case was a little different too because uh, I didn't really need the money like like right away because I had my other business so mm-hmm. I really reinvested everything that mm-hmm. allowed me That's to amazing. grow it to a point that I could you know
0: so I guess I it, it gave you a faster pace because you're re- yes. you're you, you were reinvesting all your money so you were able, able maybe to buy more stock to get more margins and and then you know Reduce just the the stress over your body because you weren't waiting for that money to come in to to you know be able to live. So mm-hmm. that's a, that's amazing to hear. And and why have you decided to select Amazon as your let's say your main channel? Because I think this is what I understand. It's it's your main channel. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I decided to go on Amazon because. Uh, Not just because I hear it and it sounds to me good and and nice. I I pretty much did the research. I sat for two months. That's what I did. Just researched and uh, created like a a nice Excel sheet that I can compare between each method that will allow me to achieve my goal. And my goal was to make, we're going to talk about it, but my goal was to make in one year $10,000 profit every month. Uh, doesn't doesn't mean that I would need to do it in like two or three months, but at the end of the year, even if it's the last month, my goal was to make ten thousand dollars. So I thought and write, sat down, and what 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 method will allow me? Which which option will allow me to achieve that? So it was i was debating between affiliate marketing between yeah. uh uh you know flipping websites that's also something that i did before i would buy content websites improve them oh, whether okay. that's their on page seo or some uh easy quick wins that i can do to increase the value of the website uh create some more content and then sell it again um and that was another that was also an option so it was content, flipping websites buying and selling uh, affiliate marketing um, and and amazon fba from all the these options that i laid down i thought that i have the highest chance achieving my goal with amazon fba because you can actually see results pretty quick it's 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 people sometimes confuse but amazon it's not really a cash flow business it's an inventory business so oh, you yes. don't see <laughs> you don't see really much the profit but for me Profits, even if they're on the paper and I'm not really seeing them right away, that's for me was achieving the goal because like I said, I did have other business. So I didn't really need that money like in my pocket. So uh, that's why I choose Amazon because you can relatively see quick results and scale it to uh, you know, something relatively big in short amount of time without a big operation.
0: So most of the people might ask themselves right now, what type of product now you're selling? are you still in jewelry or so so what's what's the niche you're in or maybe the niches? <laughs> I guess you're maybe yeah. in more than one product and and can you help us to understand what has been your 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 thought process on on selecting that specific niche uh, of product?
1: yeah, so uh, the first product that I had failed it was uh, party love decoration it. love theme. it to
0: know that you failed. Yes. I want to hear more about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and and uh, you know, I lost a few thousands of dollars and I really sat down with myself and, you know, uh, really thinking whether it, it's worth it or not. Because when you fail, you don't know what's the issue. You don't see the future. You just say, oh, maybe it doesn't work. But something inside me um, uh, really believed seeing some other people having success, whether that's in my close circle or some... Uh, you know, people on the internet uh, made me think that, that there is something that I did wrong. So I pretty much uh, adjusted and went in all full power on uh, on my second product, which was more related to something I know, which is jewelry. So we created like jewelry kits uh, and stuff to help jewelers. And uh, from there, I just expanded to some other related niches. I mean, the health and beauty um, that's my main account. Then we have another account we opened last year, uh, that is focusing on toys for kids, like Montessori kids, uh, Montessori, uh, toys.
0: Okay. Oh, that, that's a, that's amazing. And, uh, I guess you have some, we, we are, uh, pretty big in Canada in, in toys. Uh, we manage an account and I'm curious to see if in the U S do you have the, the sales restriction. Uh, so the gated category, when you enter into the Christmas period, have you uh, mm-hmm. faced the, the, that type of challenges?
1: Uh, so last year they asked us to, like as long as you're doing FBA, you don't have any limitations. But if you're trying to do FBM, yeah. You have to provide anything, but any any. Uh, I'm I'm doing FBA, so for me it wasn't an uh, issue. Okay. Yeah, last this year, actually, the beginning of the just uh, after uh, last year, for they started to be very strict with uh, the compliance, all the certificates that you have to provide for each product, lab tests, and all of that. So okay. that was a big struggle that we had, and um, you know uh, we were able to overcome this by just doing the tests and. Uh, but I assume to a big company that have uh, thousands of SKUs just like that, asking them to provide certificates for each product. If it's they a didn't net have ache. it, it's a net it, it could create <laughs> a big issue.
0: Yeah, yeah. We have uh, around 7,000 SKUs uh, on Amazon FBM. And it's, wow. <laughs> each each year <laughs> it's always. But we are in the top 1,000 account that uh, sells on Amazon Canada. So I guess we're doing a few things right. But it's it's so you know, it's an addict when we enter into the uh, Christmas period. So yeah, yeah. I guess we're yeah. we're gonna have fun again this year. Um, yeah. So I'm I sorry. Won't... I
1: just want to add something. I just woke up yeah, this ahead. morning. You know, you have plans and and everything is ready. And I just woke up today to see that my limits decreased. The restock limit. So uh, that's a big challenge. And uh, you know, but but that's the life of. You know, when you decide to go and, and, and do business with Amazon and put all your eggs there, you also need to understand that you are de- depends on them. So it doesn't really come to me as a surprise. Um, specific, I mean, there is stock limits, yes, but in general, I'm always ready because it's not in my control. Like things could change and, and we see that there are so many changes in the Amazon FBA game.
0: Of course, of course, and and uh, I think it's it's important to understand how to interact with the Amazon to to make sure you you are well understood and you're you're being respected by by them because it's not always easy. So uh, I'm amazed to see that you are uh, I don't know the word in English to say that you live well with the fact that you might face some pretty. Important challenge, and we're gonna get back to those challenges when we we're talking about your journey. Um, but um, I would no, like to know that uh, I know you're selling maybe on other platforms, or you you had been selling on other platforms such as eBay, Etsy. We we're talking about Walmart, um, yeah. and and of course, I guess Shopify for for the direct e-commerce. So, which one do you prefer, and why?
1: hmm so my approach to selling on app, so I a really big believer in focus. Um, I didn't, I wasn't really like that uh, before, maybe a few years ago. And and yeah. when I saw that that's what really, uh, you know hindering uh, me from, from success, I decided that focus is really the number one thing for me. So I focused on Amazon only, but while the sales grew, I realized that there is just money on the table that you know you just leave by not listing your products on other marketplaces. So our strategy is just to put all the assets on every marketplace without really digging into each platform and 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 you know trying to master it like we master Amazon. Uh so we sell on eBay, on Etsy, on Walmart, Shopify, but it's pretty much putting the catalog there and letting it just sell. I would say that for us It's Walmart is the biggest. Um, Then eBay, eBay and Etsy, pretty much the same. And Shopify is the smallest. Obviously, you have to drive traffic in order to see some results. And we don't really drive any traffic except, uh, you know, some uh, light SEO work that we we do. Um, But Mm -hmm. yeah, Walmart is definitely going to, uh, it, it is growing as we all see. And it's going to be, in my opinion, the next big
0: thing, you know. Oh yes, of course. Uh, that's that's sure. Uh, we we experienced a lot, uh, uh, some some good success on Walmart. And yes, I can say if you're listening, you're only selling uh, on, on Amazon right now, and you're considering to reduce maybe the risk of let's say having an account suspended and lose all your sales. Might be a good fit for you to to, to have a look into Walmart if you can list on their marketplace. Sure. Uh, Canada one is is the is. Honest, honestly, growing really fast, so it would be uh, would be a really good idea. And do you think one of the platform we were mentioning earlier would be uh, easier to start? So, which if you had to start back today, which platform would you use first to let's say build your knowledge and then uh, after what what would be your plan in, in thirty seconds for that question?
1: Yeah, I mean. It really depends the type of products that you sell. So if you sell like arts and crafts, definitely first thing to go is Etsy. Um, and you'll be surprised, even not our arts and crafts would sell there very well. So Etsy for me was the easiest. It's a very simple interface that they have. They don't give you a lot of tools or things to play with, which as, you know, for, for someone beginner or just you want an easy win, that would be uh my choice if I had to start like uh and do it again, mm-hmm. then I would uh pretty much do Walmart and then eBay in my opinion shopify is the the last one because you have to. Uh, you know, get your own, uh, you know, account. Actually, uh, Shopify, you don't need any hosting or anything like that. So it's relatively easier than, let's say, Magento. Uh, in the jewelry, yes. uh, 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 you know, business, I was heavily like working with the Magento. I'm a developer, so I, I, I like doing it. So when there was an issue, I would just dig and try to fix it and build modules on the back end and things like that. Um, so I had a lot of issues with that. But yeah, Etsy, I think it's a good choice uh, for beginners. To start.
0: Hmm. Really amazing. So now we enter in my favorite part. We're gonna talk about your journey to 10 grand a month of profit. So can you tell us why have you targeted 10 grand and what have been uh, your challenge to get there actually? Mm -hmm.
1: So yeah, I decided uh, 10 uh, grand because you know, I I wanted something that can support my lifestyle. Um, and and you know, at least when I replace my other uh, uh jewelry like business income, uh, to help me start that was the goal. You know, obviously, that was the first year goal. Then it grew up to 50,000, which I was able to reach. Then this year it's 120, which I don't think I'm gonna reach, but I'm close to there. Um, and then
0: you mean in profit,
1: in, in profit, yeah. That For was, a month. so the sec a month the, wow. the, the first year was ten thousand I reached it then the second year fifty thousand a month I was able to reach it and then this year I uh, I plan to really do it one hundred and twenty a year uh, I'm not gonna reach there but uh, I'm, I'm I'm close so it's, I'm happy enough uh, but as far as as far as this the 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 strategy that mm-hmm. I want like I said okay what I did wrong I try to really analyze what I did wrong before. Like I said, I think it was the focus. Uh, I know it was the focus now. But back then, I thought, really, I'm doing too many things, but I'm not doing them, like, excellent. Like, I want to do one thing and just be the best at it. So I, I sat and decided I'm going to go all in on Amazon. And then I said, okay, what are the resources? How much time I have to invest in it? And yeah. um Money wise, I didn't really plan because I just, you know, you relatively you don't need a lot of money to start an Amazon FBA business. We can, with five or ten thousand you can start and then just take the profits and grow it slowly, slowly. Um so I I I I knew that from nine in the morning, nine ten uh, until seven p.m. I would be in the uh uh jewelry business. So for me that in that time it wasn't an option. Then I knew when I come back, I have to be with my family and with my girls. And after that, I will just be exhausted. So I said, "Okay, I'm not a morning person, but I have to find time in the morning to wake up and spend at least three hours every day. Uh, And that's what I did. I woke up at 4 a.m. every day. That was my plan for 4 a.m. to 7 p.m. I'm sorry, 7 a.m. Until everyone else would wake up, I could put three hours of focused work and 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 do that. And that's what I did. And I was really religiously following this. I knew that that's the most important thing. Just follow it for a year. I didn't know if I'm going to reach my, the goal, but I knew that I owe for myself to give it all and just try it and, and, and follow the plan. Don't change the plan. A lot of times we start with a plan, but we change it after a few months because we don't believe in it enough or... We think it's not going to work or whatever reasons are.
0: Of course, that's the reason lots of people drop the gym. (laughs) That's the same comparison.
1: (laughs) I guess it's the same reason. Like they don't see results and then they change the plan. But if they stick to their plan after a year, they will, uh, you know, be, you know, much bigger or whatever their goals are, right? (laughs) It was very hard waking up at 4 a.m. because I had to really sacrifice a lot in my life. I had to stop. Um, I like doing martial arts, so I like to do jujitsu. So the, the, oh, the classes nice. were at 8 PM, eight to 9:30. So I knew that if I would go to classes eight to 9:30, it's very hard to, to, to get a good night's sleep, like just after a, 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 an intense training. So I wouldn't sleep until 12 probably. And if I would sleep, like go to bed at 12, I wouldn't be able to wake up at four and be, you know, focused and energized. Of course, so just and you sacrificed. have a family,
0: and you have a family also. We didn't tell it, but you have two two girls, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. So, so... it was. I had to sacrifice and just pretty much like for a year, uh, didn't really socialize a lot with people or went or do the things that I like a lot, um, and and was really all in on this, you know. And that's what I think really allowed me to achieve my goal. I was like uh, obsessed with getting my goal you know i was there was no other options i i really was focused and determined Mm. to uh achieve that goal
0: that's amazing and what what type of uh obstacle and and challenges you faced actually so the first one would be to 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 have enough sleep to (laughs) to be able to work but uh, have you faced any issues at, at the beginning or during the first year what has been the challenges
1: yeah so the, the biggest challenge was really to, uh, you know, sacrifice thing and be disciplined to follow the plan. Um, everything else kind of followed because in, in three hours you'll be surprised, but I was able to do a lot of work that actually now that I'm doing it full time. I, I, I do sometimes in a full day, it makes you be so much efficient and productive knowing that you have three hours only, that's what you got. So you really yeah. work on the things that matter. Yeah. Um, it's called the Parkinson,
0: really. the, the Parkinson rule. Like when you have not okay. a lot of time to do something, you will be more effective. Yeah. That's and yes, that's I, a, a rule of life.
1: <laughs> that's nice, that's nice 100% true. I see it now that I'm like taking more of the time. I would open some other tabs, while I like, work on some, you know, whatever I'm working on. And back then was like, boom, so focused and, and productive. Yeah. Um, as far as like Amazon FBA challenges, don't remember any particular changes, but it's, it's challenges that we all have, whether you're starting or as an experienced seller, we every we, we, have issues and updates and things all the time. It's, it's something that it's happening on a regular basis. That's why I told you earlier, I'm not really surprised. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, uh, anticipating issues to come and we just have to pivot and, and work with it and. And find a way to uh, do things differently.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. And and when you launch like a new product, because I guess your job is always to source new product, find new opportunity, new niche that you can exploit. Uh, what what type of strategy do you put in place to rank uh, your product? Because we know that. Amazon algorithm will generate some organic traffic to your product page if you have some, some good reviews and if you have good SEO on, on the product. But I'm curious to hear more about you. So what would be your your launch strategy for a new a new ASIC? Yeah, yeah. So I like to really
1: always uh, uh, look at things from perspective that, okay, what works now? So what worked for me before, not necessarily what works now. Things always changing and strategies changing. Depend also on where you are in your journey. So for example, for myself, this year, we, I didn't really source a lot of products, mainly variations, but didn't really source a lot of products due to me preparing the business for sale. We we're going to sell in few, one of the brands, the main brands in a few months. So uh, we didn't really want to mess up with the profits. You launch product, you lose a few months, or uh, at the beginning you, you lose in order to get rankings and be profitable later. But my approach, my philosophy, is to focus on the product. Once you have a good product, everything else becomes easier. And you see it with a lot of like uh, low quality Chinese sellers that they bring everything to the market and they are very aggressive with giveaways, market like giveaways. It's a way to help your product uh, rank higher for those that are not selling on Amazon. And recently, mm. uh, uh, last week, Amazon uh, uh, banned the main. Uh, players in the game that allow you to do giveaways so that was a, a shock to the entire amazon space community and um because it was against
0: say, tos i guess right? the, yes
1: it's basically 100 against tos tos saying you cannot manipulate uh the, the 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 ranking algorithm by doing those things they are not telling you what and what not to do but specifically they say if you're doing things that will manipulate the search results It's against TOS, and that's 100% against it. I (laughs) never was really with the giveaways because, uh, you know, approach because I was uh, always wanted to do something that I could, uh, that is scalable and sustainable as far as uh, TOS and things like that. But recently, a few months ago, we started to explore giveaways. So for me, it was during like this announcement by Amazon was uh amidst the testing every testing that i did with the giveaways to see how effective it is but after their announcement obviously i didn't do it my approach is basically bring an amazing product with an amazing usp and 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 everything else just is straightforward that doing whatever i can do as far as driving traffic getting reviews and uh uh, doing pretty much everything organically. Of course there are more tactics with as far as listing optimization, conversion rate, uh things like that. Um that in my opinion are super super important. It's a topic that I that I love. Like you can literally make difference of tens of thousands of dollars in a website or in your Amazon listing by changing one main image, you know? Uh so that's something that I said that I love, you know, I really like it.
0: I'm curious to see if uh, you have some specific tool that you would recommend to users that if they're starting, you know, what would be the tool set that they can use to, let's say, uh, help them to identify some opportunities, but also optimize their their listing or or things like that? Do you have things that uh, come to your mind?
1: For sure. So, my, our my approach is to you know, with Amazon you're limited. You're limited with what you can test. It's not like your own website. You can put Hotjar, you can put pixels. You see data that you don't see on Amazon on the Amazon side. So, in the Amazon space, you're much more limited to what you can test and how you can test. A lot of our tests are really like three hundred and sixty. We change something and we see how it's affecting like results day by day. We ch- check like convert mainly conversion uh, uh, rate um, to see how effective is our change. It's very important, you probably know that, to uh, test one thing at a time so you can see what actually contributed to the change, whether it's like lower performance or higher performance. Uh, But Pickfui, it's a great tool to test images uh, uh, prior to actually changing your your listing. So for example, let's say you want to know by real audience from the USA, which picture is better? So it's a survey, you put like two, vari- two variations or three or four variations and you let the audience decide what they like, uh, pointing them with the specific questions. So this, this basically gives you more confidence before you change the actual image. Um, hmm. Other tools is Amazon giving you the experiments tool. So you can change and check main image. You can change a, uh, test A plus a+ content and if I'm not, uh, product title as well. I'm really waiting for them to release and have an option to test bullets. So it's an A/B testing tool, um, and yep. uh, it's a little slow; takes time with Amazon. So if you want quick results, just change it and check the, the like the numbers. Or if you want more, you have more time and you want to check things in a more thorough way, use the Amazon tool.
0: Hmm, that's amazing. So you're expecting them to roll out also a tools to A/B test bullets. But uh, if I would ask you. What do you think is the next big thing for Amazon seller? What would it be in terms of yeah. let's say features or or new markets or I'm I'm yeah, more yeah. than curious to hear you. Yeah. So, I
1: don't know if you saw the hype that is going on in the last 2 days now with their uh product research tool. So, Amazon is is released, it's not really showing all accounts. You have to ask uh, Seller Central for access if you don't have it. And it's for brands that allow you to do product research within the Amazon Seller Central platform. They give you the real numbers from their own data. It's not estimates like Helium 10 and some other tools. So it looks like they are going into that field, replacing those big uh, uh, software providers and allowing sellers to have all these tools in Seller Central. Uh, that's what it's, uh, look like going to happen in the near future.
0: Oh, wow. So, oh, wow. Okay. Very recent. It's like,
1: uh, two days ago, they released it.
0: Oh, wow. And And again, it's it's not showing you have to ask
1: access. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. we're going to test it. I wasn't aware of that, but uh, yeah, I'll let my team know. So what's the, what's the name? So it's product research? Uh, uh, if work.
1: if I'm not wrong, it's product discovery. Um, I didn't test it yet. Um, I just, uh, you know, connected to a lot of people in this space. So I just saw this big news and everyone like crazy about it. Uh, for me, you know, I, I'm not really in launching, like I said, phase. so I'm going to check it. But yeah, definitely, yeah, sure. you know, very soon.
0: You will have to test it to uh to uh to conserve your uh, sourcing monster name. <laughs> sure. Sure. Of, of course. And uh I'm curious yeah. to hear more about you know your podcast uh, initiative uh, and your actually your your YouTube channel. So why have you decided to s- to start that channel and what your you can what we can expect from Sourcing Monster in the next year?
1: Yeah. So I Really wanted to share the knowledge so I can create a community. That, that the main reason why I built it so I can connect with people and uh, uh, really like, like share my knowledge. <laughs> like we're doing now. You know, one way yeah. for me to get into connecting with people in the Amazon space was through the YouTube channel. When you approach them and you ask them to uh, interview them you kind of, uh, you don't have that barrier that you just come and they don't know you and you have no credibility and you just ask them some questions. So for me, that was the main reason, just connect with people in the space so I can be able to ask them questions that can other people can, you know, uh, benefit from as well. And, uh, uh, you know, build a community of people that I can, uh, uh, you know, help me and I can help them. That was the main reason. The more I did it, mm-hmm. the more I see that it's actually really helping people. For example, like last week, I had uh, um, this lady that I'm helping her. And she she's like from the UK. And you see that it's actually changing her life. And she was like, look, Tommy, you don't even know how how like your channel affected me and changed my life. And to me, that's the best feeling ever, you know, knowing that I could really change someone's life and him having similar journey or Changing uh, change in their life that that's for me awesome my plan is really to be the best resource on youtube for for amazon fba like i don't have any agenda i don't really sell anything i'm not really promoting anything through the channel everything is uh completely free yes we do uh you know have some affiliate stuff and things that people are already using or need that's the only things that i recommend but really that's my goal to be the best resource for for fba knowledge
0: Mm, amazing. And and how do you stay up to date, uh, you know, about e-commerce in the marketplaces these days?
1: Yep. So first I go to events. I uh, recently been in Vegas two times. Uh, some of them very expensive, some of them less expensive. I'm really connected with a lot of people and groups, whether it's WhatsApp groups for high sellers, for beginners, uh, Facebook groups, WeChat groups, uh, really trying to keep my ears always open to what's working uh, but at the end of the day, I don't really share anything that I didn't try. So everything that I share is from my own experience and, and mm. by me trying it out, like uh, uh, except news that sometimes we share. Another thing that I mentioned earlier is that we built script last week that just scraped data from Seller Central forums and send it to me every day uh, via email. So instead of scrolling in Seller Central opening each forum, you just get an email Excel report with all the topics split by each category. And then you can quickly skim the the questions and the updates and see, okay, oh, that's something that interested me. Let's explore it more. So that's a way to keep myself up to date as well.
0: Hmm. I, as I said earlier, I would love to subscribe to that newsletter. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, I, I can add you with... as a recipient. Yeah, yeah, I, I think sure. it would really interest lots of people, but yeah, anyway, maybe it, it's the beginning of the new uh, newsletter newsletter for Sourcing Monster fans. Yeah,
1: so actually, actually at the beginning of, so I just shared it with my audience too, and I said if enough people will comment that they want to be, like I created a, a pool of newsletter that could be sent every two days with these uh, files, yeah. Mm. Why not? I already built the script, you know?
0: That's amazing. And as an ending questions, I would like to ask you, what would be your best advice for someone that would like to have an e-commerce and a lifestyle business like yours? Yeah, the best thing is to
1: really do your research before you start and be focused. So don't just jump because you see other people doing or even myself telling Amazon it's good. Maybe it's not good for you. Maybe you're... Uh, stress toleration or, or or some other factors uh that amazon business brings are not really a good fit for you so maybe for you no. an ebay could be a better fit or content website that doesn't really involve a lot of cash flow so you really yeah. want to do your own research good research and know what your value is, what you're looking for um and based on that get a decision and once you get the decision on where to go just commit for at least one year to a plan Uh, and don't judge by the results so wait a year and only judge after that year ends and you know that you gave it all if a year after you set the goals you see it and you analyze the results but you know that you didn't give it all then obviously uh that you will feel bad and most likely you won't reach your goals wow
0: thank thank you so much tomer for uh, your time today it has been uh, an amazing talk and of course, we're going to do another episode for sure in the, the next season, next year. I want to have an update on if you reach your goal, but also the new topics that we can explore. Um, if uh, people want to contact you, I guess, what is the best way to reach you?
1: Yeah. Thank you, first of all, you know, for having me and it's really a pleasure to connect with you. Um, thank you for having me as a guest. And uh, they can just go to YouTube. Uh, it's sourcing monster. Um Yeah. yeah. Just check out the videos if you're interested to learn about Amazon.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll leave the link in the uh, event. uh, Actually, not the event, but the podcast uh, comments and notes. So uh, thank you so much uh, for being with me today. And uh, talk to you soon, my friend.
1: Yeah, thank you, Philip. Thank you very much.